It's the Sunday Chronicle on Stax 92.1. It's the Sunday Chronicle. We gon' give the news and keep you up to date. From crimes to the politics, you gon' know what's up about your way. We give two thumbs up to everyone out here doing their thing. We gon' show men love to all the ones working hard in communities. It's the Sunday Chronicle. Good morning. I'm Giannis Jackson, your host of the Sunday Chronicle. Heard every Sunday morning here. I'm here for you every Sunday morning at 7 a.m. on Stax 92.1. Today we have Juliet and Tony from Leap. I'll let them introduce themselves, um, but they're going to be talking about some of the programs and the things that they do uh, within the community to help sew together the fabric of the community. And I'm glad to have them on this community platform because community knows what community needs and I am going to step back and I'm going to hand it over to Juliet and Tony so they can introduce themselves and tell you a little bit more about what's going on. So hi, I'm Juliet Gavan. I am a new member of LEAP, which is the Lansing Economic Area Partnership. Uh, My role is equity and entrepreneurial communications and program specialist. So basically, I help out entrepreneurs. Very good. And and we're just so happy to have you here. And they are our sponsors for the day, Leap. And and Tony, please go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Yanis. Uh, Tony Willis, I am the Chief Equity Development Officer for the Lansing Economic Partnership. I get the pleasure to work with Juliet and the whole Lansing team to help promote equitable economic development. All right. Fancy, fancy titles and fancy, (laughs) fancy job duties. I am so happy to have you guys here. And just to see how Leap is evolving, right? I see what's going on. I see you guys. I see you. I see the tweets every day. (laughs) I see that. And I said, it's like a well-oiled machine. And I am just happy to experience this, to see that as you go through the process of growth and um, how you all are working um, to have a more inclusive environment, not only within the the um, organization, within the company, but in, in the Lansing area and greater Lansing area in general. And I want to thank you for that. Tell me about some of the latest, greatest things that is going on right now. Um, I'm sure the, the listeners are ready to hear uh, what you have to share. Yeah. So first, and I appreciate that, Yannis, we try to be very intentional how we engage the community. We know that economic development really uh, should be uh, benefit all communities and make sure that all demographics have access to the benefits of economic development. Uh, so with that as like a, like a backdrop here, we started the new department called DEEP, uh, the Department of Equitable Economic Planning in 2021. This is our second year doing the program here, uh, the department. And from that, we've started a number of cool initiatives. Uh, you know, our first one, was the one and all program, which we'll talk more about there momentarily. Okay. Then we started the Level Up program, which is about uh, helping people of color, especially black and brown entrepreneurs, grow uh, their businesses and by having access to different funding options and putting them in more sophisticated operating systems. And then lastly is Elevate, which we'll talk about that furthermore. So we have three main programs that came out of DEEP 
within the last two years that are really impacting communities that might be underrepresented or might be historically disenfranchised. And Juliet, anything you want to add to that as well? Uh, yeah, I can talk a little bit about the One and All program, um, then I can let you take Elevate. Why not? <laughs> Thank you, Tony. Yes. Uh, yeah, so One and All is our program that is for Alice Threshold. Um, the Tony knows the acronym, I don't. Yeah, so <laughs> Alice stands for Asset Limited Income Constrained Employed. So there's a federal poverty limit uh, line, and so these individuals are above the poverty line but they're not making enough money to really get ahead. And so you think about that. And so the poverty line is one number, but the Alice is another number really that details is mm-hmm. a person or household is making enough money to grow uh, wealth and take care of themselves. Okay. And, so it's like being in between a rock and a hard place, basically, yeah, that, and if you're in this Alice range. Absolutely. Okay. okay. And with that, I'll let Juliet, but uh, with that, around 40% of all Michigan households are at or below the Alice threshold. Wow. And we look at black households, that number goes up to about 60%. Wow. In Michigan. And wow. and that's just of what's reported, right? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. That's just okay. reported. And yeah. United Way does this annual report that highlights the different counties and geographies uh, where, you know, these numbers come from. And so our 2021 report 60% for black households and 54% for Hispanic households wow. in Michigan. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I recall uh, working with the United Way and them going through the Alice report uh, with me and some associates. And uh, one of the things that, um, oh, I, f- I forgot her name and I don't want to um, say the wrong person, but um she was telling me, uh, a, a late, um, someone, a representative of the United Way was telling me how they're doing things differently now to distribute funds to uh, different organizations within the community. And she talked uh, about micro communities. Joni Reisner, that's who I was um, um, talking with her about this report because I was introduced to the Alice report about two years ago. I wasn't familiar with it. Um, so... It, it, so from what you're talking about, you're, you're, uh, from, from what I'm understanding, that you go out and you connect people with resources then that typically have a difficult time yeah, accessing them. Yeah, I can answer that. So yeah. one and all is for entrepreneurs who either have kind of the basis of an idea or know they want to start a business. Okay. And it's a cohort model. So we take around, each cohort is kind of between 23, 25 people. Okay. They come, there is a programmatic element to it, curriculum, and we do have those resources. Courses. Um, and okay. a lot of the graduates go on to either have brick and mortar stores or be in middle village micro market um, and have this community to be able to, okay. you know, access those networks that otherwise wouldn't necessarily be available. Is this the same program where you do like credit counseling as well? I, I know there's something that you all do, right, to help people with their, their personal credit, right? And lead that which will lead to business credit. Yeah. So we just added that as a part of our one on all program. Mm-hmm. So 
that program is the Small Business Boost. Okay. Uh, where you talk about the personal credit and finance. Yes, yes. Yeah. And you're giving away the gift cards, I believe, right? $500 gift cards. <laughs> yep, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so if you enter and sign up for a scheduling appointment, you have a chance to win $500. So that's a partnership between uh, Leap and the uh, Lansing's Office of Financial Empowerment ah, and okay. their team. Uh, Crystal Ray as well. Thank you, Juliet, in that space. And uh, so we added that as a part of the module for one and all. So one and all, as uh, Juliet perfectly put, is giving access to people to resources they might not have access to. Okay. And that's really coming from both the educational component. So there's uh, we work with the SBDC, the Small Business Development Center, yes. to uh, do virtual online curriculum. So The Small Business Development Center. Now, that is housed in LCC? That's correct. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Very good. They're, yes. they're a great organization. Check them out uh, if you haven't. Uh, if you're a small business owner, they're probably the front lines of getting into a small business in this ah, space. So we have good. the educational component through uh, SBDC. But then we also know it's not just what you know, it's who you know. Right. So we right. pair every one of the one and all cohort uh, participants with a mentor, ah. somebody to show them guidance, insight, and just be a shoulder to lean on and support when it comes to helping them through their entrepreneurial journey of starting yes. up. And I, I commend what you all are doing. And just um, looking at it from this uh, vantage point, this is a this is a great thing that you're helping out uh, with and, and gaining uh, helping people gain access to resources. Now, anytime I see that, that means that we are somewhat challenging a system that's in place. Right. Going against the norm mm-hmm. because we've had these obstacles and what you're doing is good work. Do you ever face adversity for going against well i don't want to say going against the grain but you know it, there there's obviously a challenge there if we're we're approaching it from this standpoint do you ha- have you faced any adversity as far as doing this at all you know uh for one and all not too much adversity uh for some of the overall programming there's definitely an educational component okay. for a lot of folks uh as i put it nicely here some folks, uh, you know, I use the example of, you know, that when you think of you're focusing on a specific group, or imagine this, you're in a hospital ward, right? Mm-hmm. And the person with the most severe injury is probably getting the most intentional care mm-hmm. at that moment, mm-hmm. right? And we have certain demographics that have been hurt systemically yes. over time yes. and keep repetitively being hurt and (laughs) having these injuries, compounding injuries. Yeah. Right. And it's only right to then focus on that group that has the most severe trauma and hurt. Yes. And so that's where the equity and equitable development comes in that space is that we have to really take a intentional look and really put that type of effort in those communities that have been hurt the longest, most repetitively and the most severe. And so because sometimes you hit the folks that's like, well, why this and why that? It's not fair. Or this, well, all hurts not the same, mm-hmm. right? All burdens certain communities are facing are not the same. And if we want to be really have a thriving community, we have to address some of the most hurt areas yes. with the most direct programming, the most direct support as possible. 
for order to benefit the entire community. Yes. Yes. And I mean, that that's that's well put, because I know that there is the educational component and the presentation thereof. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's palatable so people can actually take that in. And the reason I, I brought that up is as we continue to spread awareness throughout communities about some of the ways um, people of color are at a disadvantage, then some would say that's racism, right? Um, I've had uh, challenges even running promos for Juneteenth celebrations and uh, people saying that I'm racist and that's racism. So bringing an awareness to what has been um, can be looked at racism by some. And I don't agree with that. I know there is a, a educational component so people can really get a uh, realistic view of what's been happening up until this point. Yeah. You know, w yeah. whenever that 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 point started where we, 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 we started to be harmed and what and, and up until now, the present. Absolutely. And. Some of those, like those Alice numbers we mentioned there, mm -hmm, right? You mm -hmm. know how 40% of all households in Michigan are at or below Alice, 60% of black households, 54% for Hispanic. It goes up to like 74% for single mother households in that space. Wow. And so, but if I really zone in on like the black households and Hispanic households, that the current condition of what those numbers are, are not of an individual's lack of effort. Right. That is the sum of the burdens and systemic oppression being pushed onto certain groups over time, mm -hmm. right? And this is where these things happen. And the fact that, you know, black communities are, black folks were able to buy houses in all communities where they chose, only buy houses in certain communities that were allowed or given access to them. Yeah. Red is that redlining. Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> that creates a long-term impact. Having houses being demolished because of a highway system also yeah. <laughs> detours. Yeah. So these so these are systematic things that help yeah. generation every decade right. something happens. Yeah, this and, is an imagination station, right? We no. are this is real stuff here. <laughs> this is real stuff, yes, right? And yes. these things have long-term impact on the trajectory of a community can what they can attain and uh, grow and be in that space. Okay, yes. Yes. I'm, yes. <laughs> I'm not going to give Tony a heart attack. Don't worry. Um, but right. Yeah. I, I think you can't do equity work without vision. Mm -hmm. It's just the fact of it. Um, but I personally, in my experience with leap, I want to center the entrepreneurs and get them the resources that have historically not been available. And there is pushback because of that. But as long mm -hmm. as we continue to do the work, for me, the pushback is worth it. Yeah. And it's 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 refreshing to see uh, you all go about this work in a certain way, uh, in a certain manner and, and with the grace and elegance that you do it, um, because not only are you sharing information, but you're sharing an experience. And and I see you uh, connecting people. Uh, by sharing the experiences. So not only are you working in a position, but you are representing a people, uh, people of color. You're representing a group of people. 
and, and so that's why I am really fascinated by the work you two are doing and um, how you have engaged on the ground. You know, a lot of or I don't want to say a lot, but just from observation, I've seen people take a uh, approach where it's more you know, I'm going to stay at my desk and I'm going to stay at this space. I'm not going to move. I'm going to, you know, help with the policies and, and that's it. And that's, that's fine. That's great. But that's, I believe that's the way we have historically done things is not to be as active on that front line. And you are providing that experience. You are educating in a hands-on way. And, And it is very palatable. It's very respectable and, it's um it is um very it's it's very good that you can approach it in a manner where um you are the the link to tie two people together and i and and i i wanted to ask you i know you have these programs that that's going on what are some of the other things that you have done to um, shed light on businesses that are here to connect maybe the uh, generational gap between uh, younger and more seasoned uh, community members. Yeah, I appreciate that, Yanis. Uh, So for the Stick With The One and All program in the space right now, uh, as I said, each individual gets a mentor. Usually those mentors are somebody that's probably more seasoned, that's Mm -hmm. been Mm -hmm. uh, through... Uh, just the experience of life and their journey, right? They might be much older than somebody, but they've probably been on their entrepreneurial business path for longer, have had their own scrapes and bruises. They can tell you what to watch out for and what to learn from. And these are the the mentors in the one and all. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. We've had everybody from uh, CEOs of like, you know, MSU, FCU, April Clopas was a mentor. Uh, Mark McDaniels from Cinera was a mentor. Very nice. Uh, Folks from... Other entrepreneurs, small businesses here, uh, like uh, Triterra, JP at Triterra. Um, what you, about the um, the graduates of it? Did you drop uh, name drop a few? Yeah, for me, <laughs> for sure. So graduates, we've had we're in our sixth cohort right now. Very nice. We have a, so that'd be like over 120 uh, graduates, as I think like alumni coming up pretty soon. And so some of those include. Uh, Tiffany Norday with Dancing with the Nordays, uh, Rock the Block Studios. Uh, we have, uh, I believe, uh, yeah, Nichelle with, uh, with oh the bookstore. Yeah. yeah. So these are uh, examples of businesses that actually transition to a big a book or excuse me a brick and mortar. Yeah, yeah. They went through our program and were part of that transition of that space. Uh, those are just two. The list it literally keeps going on and on. Um, that and I get from the spot here. Actually, I think of all the names. Uh, and I can kind of answer the question for, yeah. too. Yeah, uh, great. In that, I like to see Leap as a hub of um, network opportunities. Yes. So while we don't specifically have youth programming at the moment, we know people who can help young entrepreneurs. Same with different demographics, different you know age, different gender identities we can potentially put those resources, like give them the resources they need that LEAP might not specifically have. Because we have specific programming, we have lanes that we are better at doing things in, um, but then, you know, our partners say at the Fledge, they have specific resources that we don't want to try to mimic. We want to 
be the connection to help people with those things. And and you spoke about the fledge. I know that um, uh, Jerry actually pointed me in your direction for a lot of things. You know, you should get with Leap for X, Y, Z. And I see um, how he's connecting people and referring people to Leap. And I, and I think that's great that um, that you work with these different businesses across uh, and not just Lansing. I mean, uh, the greater Lansing area. And so um, with that being said, we're going to sm- take a small break and, and I'm going to do a little station ID here. This is Giannis Jackson. And you're listening to the Sunday Chronicle. Our guests today are from Leap. I've got Juliet and Tony here and, and and I'm going to just say their first names because I like to think we're on a first name basis by now. So um, we'll be right back after this break. At Lansing Community College, I'm learning for my future. LCC offers one and two year pathways to careers in healthcare, IT, manufacturing and other professional trades. More than 500,000 professional trades jobs will need to be filled in Michigan by 2026. So I know I'm learning for a great career. I belong at LCC. You belong here too. Visit lcc.edu slash you belong and enroll today. I'm the type to dance to her very own beat. Ask me where I am, probably somewhere singing. Around my way, they call me Jingle Queen. Because I sing about everything. I just do it, Nike. met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-668-2493. That's 800-668-2493. And welcome back to the Sunday Chronicle. I'm your host, Giannis Jackson on Stax 92.1. And today I have uh, my two special guests. I have Juliet and Tony from Leap. And they are also our sponsors for today. So we want to thank them. And if you need to get a hold of Juliet or Tony, um, I'm going to hand it to them so they can tell you how to contact them. 
Yeah, so this is Juliet. You can reach me, uh, Juliet, J-U-L-I-E-T-T-E, at purelancing.com. That's my email. Uh, don't call me. Don't call me. <laughs> <laughs> Are you bad at voicemails? Yeah. I, I'm going to admit that. I, you know, I'm like, text me too. No. <laughs> yeah. So likewise with Juliet, the best way is email for me as well. That is Tony, T-O-N-Y at purelancing.com like pure michigan purelancing.com pure lansing is the best way to reach out to me okay very good and and just one just uh one more time for the record your titles and and just you know give me a little, little small recap yeah that. i am the equity and entrepreneurial communications and program specialist and not as long as the title is hers, but the Chief Equity Development Officer. Okay, see, I'm up in the room with some heavyweights here. Y'all got the long titles. I'm like, do I need to be here? You guys are just really making things happen. So um, just uh, tell me a little bit more about uh, some of your programs, the hatching, and some of the things you're doing in the community to ensure not only new businesses help, uh, our help, but connecting some of your more established businesses. What are some of the things that that's that, that's in the pot cooking? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the pot's bubbling to the top right All now. All right, making... <laughs> <laughs> smelling good. Yeah, smelling good. That's right. Uh, so I'll start off with our hatchings with our programs. Uh, this is a pitch competition, and it's been taking place for over the last, I'll say, nine to ten years. Actually, it's been going on, and the program started off with my predecessors, Jeff Smith and Paul Jakes at Spartan Innovations. It was a one. This is our region's first competition to have folks really go. The first hurdle of entrepreneurship is acting on your idea. Mm-hmm. A lot of folks have great ideas. People say, "Oh, man, I have this idea for this. I have this mm-hmm, idea mm-hmm. for that." Yeah, that's great. But what's more important is actually acting upon your idea and putting yes. it out there, right? Yes. And so the pitch competitions been going on for, like I said, at least nine years. And the idea or the way it's set up is we have uh, usually have five entrepreneurs. Each has five minutes to pitch their idea in front of a group of five judges. Uh, The winner would take home a prize money and a prize package of support services to help turn their idea into reality. And so we've been doing this for quite a bit of time now. Um, And with that, we had some successes. And I always say this, too, because some of the most successful entrepreneurs are the ones that didn't win the competition that night because just like life, one competition doesn't determine if you're a winner, if your idea is valid. Like American Idol. Like Remember, Ameri- yeah, that's all right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's exactly it. You know, if uh, if this was like American Idol, I'd be like Simon Cow, or if this was uh, the Shark Tank, I'd be Mr. Wonderful. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, well, you're definitely doing some wonderful things in the community. I see uh, you have been all over. You've been on an LCC podcast, and I mean, I see you guys out there. You uh, <laughs> local celebs I was, well, thank you appreciate that we're all humble about that and so about make sure we get the word out there in that space so some of our uh top winners from our, our most notable ones one would be uh saddleback barbecue mm-hmm. they pitch at the hatching uh he actually uh matt gillette uh pitched this was you know years ago at least seven years ago and he lost and mm-hmm. but then we actually catered with his uh, idea that at the time to cater our year end finale. And um, then he met his partner, uh, Travis Stoliker, there and they started up their first location. Now they have 
two open locations of Saddleback Barbecue. They just bought Detroit Frankie's Pizza on the west side, and they're opening their third location in South Lansing of Saddleback Barbecue in that space. Nice. So it just shows you that it's really just putting your effort behind your idea and moving forward. Yeah, getting past that talking, the, uh, the talking stage. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's fun in that idea stage, right? You could stay there for a while, right. but the actual uh, implementation of the idea, the strategizing, I know, is just as important as coming up with that idea. And actually, is um, just thinking of my own experience, that can sometimes be the most challenging, actually, mm-hmm. uh, putting... Uh, you know, putting, uh, I guess, uh, going where the rubber meets the road type of thing is, is, is uh, what I'll say. Um, but I'm, I'm really excited to see you guys continue to move forward and not get stuck at the idea stage or the talking phase or the, you know, the uh, webinar phase. You guys are really going out and doing some things and, um, you know, so I know you got some things coming up in August. I, you got some things coming up in the fall. And so what would you say is the um, one of the most pressing things you wanted to talk about? You want the listeners to know as far as um, let's say let's let's say let's say this. Your your biggest the thing that you're most proud of as far as leap goes like your biggest Mm. accomplishment what you can really hang your hat on oh okay that's a good one there uh so i'll jump in that they also want to you mentioned earlier uh yanis about you know leap and helping the community and engaging different business owners uh, even you know so i'll let juliet kind of go on that angle of that space about partnerships what that Mm. looks like uh so one of the biggest things i'm really proud of is having the impact to sh- help individuals launch their ideas mm-hmm. and give them mm-hmm. support, you know, and creating programs that do that, whether I'm running them directly myself or colleagues like Juliet, or, you know, with the co-helm or taking the full helm like Caitlin with one and all and other spaces, but being able to create programs that you're, they can see tangible results mm-hmm. and helping folks reach their aspirations and their goals. Yes. And so that's something I'm proud of in that space. And then also furthering the conversation about equitable economic development and making sure people understand this space, what that means. And yes. so uh, for passage, Julia, I will let you to say this to listeners that our next hatching does take place in August, uh, towards the end of August, not exact, not exact date yet, but probably the last week of August mm-hmm. in that time uh, time frame. Uh, you go to the hatching.org, uh, go to our purelancing.com page under the startup spot. You can find more information about that. You can in, uh, submit your idea to pitch your idea at the hatching. So act on it. The whole thing about here is taking action on your idea. Yes. Check and yeah. go right ahead. So it's a little bit about economic develop, uh, economic development and building the infrastructure. Yeah. So I'm new to leave. Um, And I I will say, I didn't grow up in Michigan or Lansing, Mm -hmm. but I moved back because, well, one, it's affordable compared to, I was on the West Coast, it was not. Oh, okay. Um, But I wanted, so to kind of answer that question of what are you most proud of at Leap or, you know, what, what's the, I don't know the phrase you use, but... What can you hang your hat on? Yeah, is that yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I love doing the community work because, you know, I moved back here 
and I, I felt like I was only hanging out with people my age, mm-hmm. which is, you know, mid-20s, and that's not how you build community. So mm-hmm. doing this type of work allows me to see, like, you know, the the kind of network of businesses and the people that make up those businesses within the city and the region itself. Uh, so that's something I really appreciate doing that work. I do a lot of the program- programmatic planning element of things. So mm-hmm. a one and all graduation. Um, I'm doing a lot of the contacting of those participants and getting a video together, um, you know, with Elevate, our Black Business Accelerator, getting able to interview people and kind of setting those things up. I would say that's the highlight for me. That's good. Economic development at its finest, right? Um I, I hear that term, right? You hear it a lot, but to actually see it in action is awesome um, because uh, I hear so many say, well, I'm focused on economic development, da, 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 da. <laughs> but just uh, it's it's wonderful to, to see this. And there's a level of um, education that you're providing to people when you do this, um, even in, in the basics, the basic infrastructure of a business helping them build a strong foundation and that's so important to building uh, the business infrastructure or rebuilding um, a business infrastructure in a community to be relevant or a relevant reflection of the times of the the community that they serve so um, with that being said I'm going to check in with my guests or excuse me with my my listeners that they're listening to you're listening to the Sunday Chronicle I'm your host Giannis Jackson on Stacks 92.1 this is the Sunday Chronicle again we are the platform for the community because community knows what community needs we are here with my guests from Leap Tony Willis and Julia Given. Givan. What? Givan. Givan. Oh, I, I put it the, the, the emphasis on the wrong yeah. syllable, but um, forgive me. That's why I didn't want to say the last name because I was like, oh. but anyways. Um, so before we close, because that time is growing near, uh, what is something you want to leave the guests with before you depart? I do want to talk about, you know, Juliet does a lot of the programmable aspects and also she really thinks in a holistic community type way yes in that space and so i know you know we not only just sponsor the show here with the chronicle news yes. in the space but i want to just kind of highlight and let juliet talk more about an idea that she had about to further the reach and spread of the Chronicle News platform in that space. Yes. Tell me about this wonderful, wonderful <laughs> idea. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So the <laughs> Lansing, Lansing Economic Area Partnership Leap is partnering with the Chronicle News. Yay. Yay. I wish I had a cowbell. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. And so part of that uh, partnership that I think I am very excited about is the opportunity to get the Chronicle News into a lot of our network's businesses, the brick and mortar stores from one and all graduates, elevate participants, um, you know, people within our network who have the ability to help the Chronicle um, basically be seen. Um, yes. So I'm really excited about that element and having, you know, the space to advertise our programs that have an equity lens in a black owned business. Yes. And I, I'm just ecstatic. May I say that? Because with, um, the onslaught of COVID-19, most businesses, all businesses had to rethink 
the way they were going about things. And I share with some that um, when my dad was here and he ran the Chronicle, he um, he did so much and he had to weather the storm as far as like the internet boom, the mortgage crisis, GM, those types of things. And so when COVID hit, one thing that really kind of threw us for a loop was the distribu- uh, distribution piece because uh, our core base was the churches. Uh, specifically or or, uh, focusing mostly on the black churches. That just was our core readership. And then when COVID-19 hit, we had to rethink all the distribution. But to have you come in and do something so forward thinking to help us with that, because we have to say, hey, where does it make sense for us to put our product or or our, you know, our newspapers now, um, the actual physical copy, you know, since traffic foot traffic change businesses close not everyone's going to physical church anymore so so with that you know having people such as yourself to support this black business is really what we need we appreciate that and and so thank you um and and i again i appreciate you i appreciate the sponsorship and now the new partnership uh 36 years in the making and we'll be around much more than that. That's our hopes and, 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 and whatnot. So with that, um, I want to thank uh, my guest again for coming on, Tony Willis, Juliet. Gavan. Gavan. Yeah. Okay, because I wasn't saying it wrong again. <laughs> so <laughs> with that being said, people, I want to thank you for being here again another Sunday. And I'm going to be here for you every Sunday at 7 a.m. on Stacks 92.1 for the Sunday Chronicle. Again, I'm your host, Giannis Jackson. And this is the community platform because community knows what community needs. Make it a great day. At Lansing Community College, I'm learning for my future. LCC offers one- and two-year pathways to careers in healthcare, IT, manufacturing, and other professional trades. More than 500,000 professional trades jobs will need to be filled in Michigan by 2026. So I know I'm learning for a great career. I belong at LCC. You belong here, too. Visit lcc.edu slash youbelong and enroll today. I'm the type to dance to her very own beat Ask me where I am, probably somewhere singing Around my way they call me Jingle Queen Because I sing about everything Like just do it, Nike Have it your way, Burger King Snap, crackle, pop, go Rice Krispies Maybe it's me You should call me the Jingle Queen When you're in need of dope melody you should call the Jingle Queen when you're in need. You should call me, call me the Jingle Queen. Oh, you should call the Jingle Queen. www.lorepen.com. That's L-A-U-R-E-P-E-N.com. Do you own a timeshare? Well, face the facts. 
you made a mistake, you made a bad purchase. A timeshare is not an investment. It's a money pit that continues forever. If you use your timeshare, that's great. But if you don't and you want to legally get out of your contract, call my friends right now at the Timeshare Exit Hotline. They're an experienced team of lawyers who help good people like you get out of a timeshare contract that they just don't want. Don't throw away your money on maintenance fees. Use it for things you really want. We can help you end your timeshare contract and stop the money drain immediately. If you are ready to move on with your timeshare, call our team right now. Cancel your timeshare now with a free call. 800-953-0866. 800-953-0866. That's 800-953-0866. Let me tell you a story about Bill. Bill was a normal guy in his 50s. He had back surgery about two years ago. Bill was in a lot of pain. He dealt with his pain by taking the Percocets his doctor prescribed for him. Bill took more and more and more of them to help with the pain until one day the prescriptions weren't enough to get rid of Bill's pain. Then one day Bill found someone to help him get rid of the pain with illegal drugs he didn't need a prescription for. Fast forward to today. Bill lost his job and his family. The only thing he does have is his drug dealer. If you know Bill's story and you don't want to end up like Bill, call the Detox and Treatment Helpline right now to get away and get treatment. 800-210-7907. 800-210-7907. 800-210-7907. That's 800-210-7907.